Perite-approved gun club robbed taxpayers point blank. The gun club at the centre of a New South Wales Liberal government corruption scandal became a financial disaster at the expense of taxpayers. Anthony Clan reports. New South Wales Wagga Wagga would become a blazing star of the Southern universe thanks to millions in taxpayer grants, disgraced former state MP Daryl Maguire told Gladys Berejiklian in a secret recorded phone conversation. The reality is more crash and burn. The $5.5 million Wagga Wagga Gun Club Function Centre project at the heart of the probe that felled Gladys Berejiklian as New South Wales Premier has turned out to be a taxpayer disaster and even a financial albatross for the club itself. None of the major conferences flagged in an updated business plan used to get the highly contentious grant over the line has materialised in the five years since the 1,000-person function centre opened its doors. Analysis of the Australian Clay Target Association's annual reports shows that since opening in early 2018, the sprawling 2,200-square-metre facility, the Range Function Centre, has notched up $823,793 in depreciation. That's more than double the entire revenue the facility has brought in over the five years, before deducting any costs. The $5.5 million grant to build the facility is at the centre of the New South Wales Independent Commission Against Corruption, or ICAC's, Operation Keppel Probe, which saw Berejiklian resign in 2018, but which is yet to report. Pursued heavily by Daryl Maguire and allegedly pushed by Berejiklian, first as New South Wales Treasurer and then as Premier, the fast-track gun club grant was unusual on many fronts, the ICAC has been told. The director of the New South Wales Office for Sport, Michael Tui, has said the business case, prepared by consultancy GHD at taxpayer expense, was deficient and flimsy, with imaginative claims of community benefit. The project did not meet the New South Wales government's own standards and policies. Former New South Wales Sport Executive Director Paul Dorn has said his department didn't consider the project stacked up, and he was surprised to hear it had been approved. Nigel Blunden, a senior advisor to then New South Wales Premier Mike Baird, summed up his thoughts in an email to Baird in late 2017. Sometimes you gotta say WTF. His recommendation? Oppose. An in-depth review of the project five years on shows those concerns were well placed. The project was to create up to 91 FTE or full-time equivalent and 86 resident jobs, deliver over $2 million a year to the local economy and provide international promotion of the city of Wagga Wagga, regional Australia and Australia as a whole. It was to host four 400-person conferences and two 800-person conferences each year. Instead, demand for the facility has been so low that the project's not only a woeful deal for the New South Wales taxpayer, it's a financial burden for the club, which received the $5.5 million in free money. Over its five years of operations, the average annual revenue for the function centre, which costs $6.8 million according to the accounts, has been just $97,000 a year. Taking out operating costs including catering and maintenance, that figure falls to $53,700 a year. Take out overheads such as electricity, water, gas, insurance, security and licensing, which the club does not individually apportion to the facility in its annual reports, and the results are worse again. In 2019, the gun club hired an events coordinator for the facility, but she resigned in 2020 and appears to have not been replaced. At the heart of the failures is the failure to attract major events, which was precisely what got it over the line after some rejigging of the figures. 
The first proposal, although given conditional approval by Berejiklian's Expenditure Review Committee, was rejected by the New South Wales infrastructure on grounds it didn't deliver a net return for taxpayers. An updated proposal was submitted, allegedly following intervention by Berejiklian, and the project passed, barely. Projects need to bring in revenue to New South Wales that would not occur otherwise, and so the Gun Club, in its updated proposal, put forward a string of potential conference-style events that it said the facility could attract and which Wagga Wagga could not cater to otherwise. They included national conferences of the Country Women's Association, the Apex Services Club, the National Exhibition of the Lamb Industry, national functions for the Royal Australian Air Force, conferences held by the Artlands Festival and electricity retailer Country Energy, and the annual conferences of the local government New South Wales and the Australian Local Women's Association. Not one of those events has been held at the Wagga Wagga Gun Club in the five years since it opened. And it's not down to COVID-19. Those events have gone ahead most years, just not in Wagga Wagga and not at the Gun Club. In its annual reports, the club does not individually apportion overheads to the function centre, only direct operating costs, but factoring them and the impact of the centre on the club is grim. Since 2018, when the function centre opened its doors, the results of the club have plunged. Even allowing for the impacts of COVID-19, the poor results remain. In 2019, the year before the pandemic hit, and in 2022, which was largely unaffected, the results, although slightly better, remain dismal. In 2019, the first full year of operations, the Function Centre recorded revenue of $121,070 and operating costs, not including overheads, of $28,706. In 2022, it delivered total revenue of just $134,117, with operating costs of $39,494. After including overheads, water, gas and electricity, for example, have soared from $26,687 in 2017 to $48,082 in 2022, while its rates and taxes in that period have gone from $9,630 to $37,262, the function centre is weighing down on the financial position of the club as a whole. For each of the years since 2018, when the club was opened, the operating result for the gun club as a whole has been lower than for the rest of the decade. The depreciation booked against the facility has no bearing on the day-to-day finances of the club. It's an accounting entry, but it helps to shed light on the performance of the taxpayer-funded project. To date, the revenue the centre has earned, less its operating costs, but before the function centre overheads, is just one-third of its $823,793 depreciation. The impact of the poor utilisation of the centre is magnified for taxpayers. A massive 90% of the taxpayer benefits were to come from increased tourism in the region. Writing to then New South Wales Premier Baird in late 2017, just days before New South Wales Treasurer Berejiklian's committee conditionally approved the project, Blunden put his thoughts about this succinctly. Increased tourism accounts for 97% of the forecast benefits, so it's sus. His recommendation to Baird was oppose. Gladys and MP Stuart Ayres want it, he wrote. No doubt they've done a sweetheart deal with Darrell, but this goes against all the principles of sound economic management, he said. In August 2017, with Berejiklian as New South Wales Premier, then New South Wales Treasurer Dominic Perrottet approved the $5.5 million grant. 